0: Bula everybody. Welcome back to our podcast, Digressions of a Fijian. Um, thank you for joining us this week. For those of you who are new to our podcast, this podcast is an offshoot from my blog, which you can find on FijianInTheUK.com. And yes, today we have Neville back, and we might be having my daughter, uh, Vasimada joining us as well later on in the podcast. But today we're going to be talking about money and how, you know, how it was different for me growing up in Fiji, and also Nev is going to give a bit of insight on his, how it was different for him growing up and um, our experiences as parents in the UK. So sit back and hope you enjoy this um, podcast we're going to have for you. Hi Neville, welcome to the second episode of my podcast that you obviously have become the star for. Um, So today, you know, I was just going to have a chat about how when I was growing up, I didn't really have uh, much to go on in terms of, you know, learning how to budget, learning how to manage my finances, and just being given the basic skills. And it's really ironic because both my parents worked in the finance sector, so you would think that I would have been better um, prepared. Um, you know, I don't hold anything against my parents. It's uh, I think it's to do a lot of the sort of um, well, I was the youngest of like five siblings, so and there's quite a big age gap between myself and my older siblings. So I was always the one who's uh, more or less sheltered. And it shows in how, you know, my spending habits or the way that I manage my finances is like, it it shows in like the way that I was brought up. There's always, I was always, there was things that were provided for me that I didn't necessarily have to ask for um, or worry about. And um, I feel like a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm talking about like my own social circle within like with Fijian friends. When we chat about like, financial maturity and how we that preparation for us a lot of us have to learn the hard way you know and when i say the hard way a lot of us have get into debt in terms of like credit cards or having to take out loans to like um pay for things that we we might necessarily could have just done without or saved up and paid for it outright and it in, it's impacted like quality of life it's impacted like families and how Um, how we sort of function as a family. Um, Neville's here as well, and Neville uh, will... He'll give his side of the story, of his uh, own life story. But, uh, yeah, welcome, Neville.
1: Hi, Isabella, happy to be here.
0: (laughs) So, Neville, like, I understand you're, like, the in your family as well, you're the youngest in your family. And did you have, you know, where... What am I trying to say? Like growing up, were you able to sort of learn the skills to budget money? Were you able to learn how to, um, you know, put money aside for savings, or what? What were? What, what were some of like the financial skills that you got to learn in your own family?
1: Uh, do you mean in like in a in a nutshell, really? Uh, I don't know. Um, well. First and foremost, we didn't really, you know, growing up, we didn't really have much money to begin with. Um, in, in terms of uh, budgeting, you know, I, I wasn't, you know, like the average kids that I um, attended school with. You know, they got they got a bit of pocket money every now and then. They got an allowance. Some of the kids did. Uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> It was a bit different, different in uh, my situation, my circumstance, uh, because I was raised you know, as I mentioned earlier on I was raised by my mom. Um, she was a you know, single mom. She looked after you know myself and my three older sisters and you know so they, the the whole concept of of budgeting having extra money um, was you know pretty much non-existent. That that didn't didn't really happen um, in in my early uh, childhood. In that sense,
0: yeah, I guess like for us, the concept of having an allowance, which is something that we've had to incorporate with our kids, or like you know when they when they do something that um, we've expected them to do, and as a reward, we'll give them. Um, you know they'll get they'll get a bit of pocket money. That's not something that we had as well. Like I had growing up. I remember one time I wrote down a list of things that I did, which was like I think it was like wiped the windows, raked the yard, um, I scrubbed the bathroom, and I was in uh, I think it was a form one, yeah, form one. So that would have been about year seven, I think. Year seven, year eight here, and I, my mom walked in from work. And I gave her this list, and I said, oh, I'd like to get paid for this. Now, my mother's lawan, so, you know, if you're Fijian, you can only imagine what the response to that was. I never asked her again. But even then, like, when I was in primary school, I went to Vailta Primary, Um, Bank came around the school, and they used to do banking. I think it was, yeah, I can recall it was like a certain day in the week, and you could bank your money, so... I remember always getting like $2 from my dad and I'd bank it. So I knew what banking was and I knew what savings was. But I think it was just not um learning from like a young age, like how to, you know, like the having like physical money and knowing like, okay, this has value and this is what you can get. Like you can save up and get this. Because I was I was that child where I knew like if I I, I never wanted for anything. Um, And I think it was because my parents were in a position where they could provide. And now as a parent, I see that, yeah, they provided for me and things that I wanted when I asked for it. Not always like, I didn't always get it, but it was like, the unspoken, um, you know, agreement, you could say, between us was like, if I asked for something, I would get it. It might it, w- it might not be immediate, but it I would definitely get it. And I, I feel as a parent now, um, I'm trying to teach, like we're trying to teach our kids uh, the importance of saving, putting money aside, and uh, just learning about the value of um, financial maturity, you could say. So, yeah, like allowance isn't something that we grew up with in Fiji. Definitely, you know, even though both my parents worked, there's no way that I could ask for allowance. I could ask for money if I wanted to go and see my friends, but I'd have to justify like the amount of money I had to ask for. And it was like that fear of just going to ask for money. <laughs> Did you have a way to ask?
1: Yeah, no, I, I I can certainly relate to that because especially when I got to high school you know you got a bit of more of the, the sort of peer um peer pressure you know I was you know simple things like we go to the, you know arrange with friends to to go out to the movies and and you know all my friends would turn up with all these notes you know these these are you know ten twenty dollar notes and then you know the you know, I'd be thinking to myself, "Wow, you know, just um, you know, it, it's always in retrospect, you know, because you you look back now as a parent, and you look at the circumstances that you were raised in. Um, you're not very grateful until you become a parent and you look back and you reflect, and and then you think, you know, well, how how on earth was she able to? My mom, in that in that sense, was able to provide for us, um, but you know." Going back to the the point of asking for money from your parents, that was, you know, I, I reflect on it now, and it is—it's always like a hilarious thing. You know, you, you're almost like asking for, you know, for like almost like for some kind of a mortgage, yeah. almost like a mortgage. <laughs> and the look that that I'd get from from you know either my sisters or from my mom was uh, was always quite hilarious. And you know, me being um being a young person at the time, not really appreciating not um, you know really understanding the um, the lengths that people that you know that your family will work um, to you know get money uh, you know just to provide the basic needs, you know paying the rent, putting the basic needs um, food on the table, factoring all that in, and after all of that, have some extra money to. To give to me, um, um, yeah, it, it always still, in reflection today, it, it, you know, it, it still really blows my mind, really.
0: Yeah, you know, um, yeah, I never had that, uh, and so I always try. Like you probably guessed it, Nev's the more uh, responsible one out of the two of us. Whereas I, you know, he jokes around about both of us work full time. And he, when he comes around to my payday, he's like, "Okay, so what are you contributing?" I was like, "What do you mean, Neville? You're the provider." <laughs> and so most of my pay goes to food. It's always like me and my kids. You know, I like I like to go out and eat, or I get them like their stuff, clothes that they want. But I think that's that's sort of the impact of not being able to not having the sort of earlier on having the skills to to know that you have to put money aside, you have to save for any day and, you know, and knowing like that you don't have to spend everything that you have because that's sort of like my attitude towards money was like very frivolous and um, constantly thinking like, oh, there's, there'll always be money. And so you're probably wondering why we've brought this up and why we wanted to chat about it, but I, I think it's like I think it's quite an important sort of um, an important subject for us to address as like you know those of us who are living here from back home, and like the, the there's ways of like when we sort of take our upbringing and apply to our children so that they then have ways of like saving for their own like um, financial futures because we live so far away from home. Um, back home, you we have like, for us, there's always like, you know, the we, we have a communal way of living. So there's always that sort of uh, safety net, you could say. You always have family who will look out for you. So you'll never, you know, you'll always have someone to help you. Whereas over here, it's just me and Nev, you know, me and Nev and our kids so if something was to go wrong or something was to happen to us that sort of took away our ability to have an income to support our family you know what do we have in place to to support ourselves and then this fa- past weekend um we we had a sort of like a, a showdown me and my daughter cuz um i i always have this attitude and i think it's i think i've narrowed it down to when I, you know, you remember I was talking about like my Westpac account in school. Mm-hmm. So I I remember like having an amount, and it was like uh, it had come up to eighty dollars, eighty Fijian dollars, and we're talking like this is nineteen ninety four. I'm old, nineteen ninety four, and I remember like I'd been saving up for it. So by the end of term three, I had. Yeah, I had $80. See how I can remember. I was in class three, I think. $80. And then it's the eight weeks holiday, and I'm going, you know, this $80, I'm gonna buy myself something as a class three student. Not that I had, you know, it wasn't, it was my dad who was giving money. It wasn't even something that I was earning, but it was money that I had been banking, and it was in my gray Westpac passbook, and it had like a plastic sleeve, and I had eighty dollars. My mother comes in and she's like, where's your bank book? So I gave it to her and she's like, okay, we're going to use this money and we're going to have to buy buy food. I think we're going to buy food because we're going to the village. And I didn't understand it, but like, you know, that was like an important sort of, um, you know, life lesson in terms of like, for me as a young Fijian girl, like, Oh, my money isn't necessarily my money. Like that, I have to always remember. Like, it's a uh, how would I put it? Like, com- like the temporary. Is it like it's like a communal thing? Eh? so like, yeah, we bought food because we had to go to the village, and that was my contribution towards like you know. Oh, you know, we we have to buy stuff to take to the village, and I remember always having like that was something that was always in the back of my mind. Is like oh, as a Fijian, like this is like. It's so tied up in that, like your sort of traditional obligations, and your you have your family obligations, and it's so different for us here because there's just me and Ned, like you know. And I'm fortunate that my older siblings have always uh, more or less carried our traditional obligations, so I've never been um, been expected to contribute to a lot of like our family obligations back home because I don't know. And maybe being the youngest, they've always given me a free pass and I'm you know so I've never had to sort of send money back home you know my dad I probably ended up asking him to send me money (laughs) but yeah it's different with our own kids now were you um so let's talk about like when you came over and joined the army are there certain things do you think that you've um you know now being in the army for as long as you have now, uh, looking back, would you have done differently when you first joined up?
1: Um, it, yeah, certainly I, I would have, because you know, yeah, as we mentioned, we 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 didn't really have sort of uh, this this instruction and this uh, this you know what what we call these life skills and training to. Uh, be taught on how to manage um, our money. Effect- to manage money effectively um, in in uh, in that sense. Um, so, you know, there's a saying that one of my uh, friends told me is that um, that, you know, youth is wasted on the young. And you know, there's a lot of truth in that because, you uh, most of the time we have to learn those lessons when we, you know, we get older. Um, certainly one of the lessons I've learned um, throughout my time in the military in the time in the UK is um, just the simple concept of living within your means. If, if it's one thing that my mom's taught me, um, she used to say it a lot when I was younger, you know, and I, I've only just come to realize that at, you know, at the age that I am now. Um, the meaning the, of it. Yeah. You yeah, know, that meaning of, she She always said, you know, if you can't afford it, go without it. And she, she always said this throughout my life. And I used to, sometimes it used to really cut to me, you know, because I couldn't get what I wanted. And the, the whole concept behind get and, um, you know, getting something that you want. And um, the difference between that want and a need is um, is, is something that you know I, I try to teach my children today. You know, is, is it is it something that is it something that you actually need? Um, you know, this this doesn't um, you know negate certain um, certain other you know factors like. Going, you know, just enjoying yourself, going out, treating yourself to something. But on that, on the other hand, is how far are you willing to go out and, you know, have that fun? Are you willing to put it all on a credit card, uh, on a couple of credit cards from, you know, from what I've, from people I've known? Uh, And, you know, it it just progressively builds up and you get to a state where you're in so much, uh, so much financial burden that it's so hard to um, to get out of it, and it's not just something that's common, um, you know, within the military community. It's common throughout the the UK, and uh, it's it's um, just one of those things that I've learned. You know, if I look back, I would save, you know, try to live within my means
0: more, yeah, not get married.
1: Yeah, and you know that's a very important <laughs> part there. Not get married. All you single men out there, you know. Don't. <laughs> Just get in Don't do it. <laughs>
0: they finish your money. <laughs> but yeah, no. Never always jokes that um to our kids like, Oh, before I met your mother, I had a lot of money. But now that we, you know, me and the kids are on, which is true, like having children that you more or less, your income goes straight into them, and I understand now. Like you know, with my parents, like I look back now and I think I was telling Nev the other day. I've ne- I I don't even I don't remember my mother actually having um, a social life outside of us, her, her family, my dad and the children, and um, our extended family. Like I never like. I, I go out and meet my friends and it's important for me and Nev, like we go out for and have dinners, you know, we have our own um, social life, you could say, you know, as a couple, which is really important as well. And then we do things with our kids as well. And, you know, I think that's one of the things maybe that's that was different was like um, with, with like my parents is that there was that, also that cultural obligation with us uh, as, a, as an indigenous sort of Fijian family. Um, and it's just learning to balance it. Um, on a macro level, I guess you could say, like I used to help my dad with um, writing. You know, this is the funny thing. is, like I used to help my dad with like uh, when he'd do the budgets. Um, so my dad used to be the chairman for our church and he'd do the budgets. So I I knew how to... Um, like the tools I had the tools but I never actually learned how to apply it to my own personal life so like when I started work in Fiji um, I was one of those working <laughs> young people who'd like get paid on fortnightly pay get paid on Thursday and I'd disappear my, I lived with my parents I'd disappear Thursday Friday Saturday Monday morning I was up early, dressed for work, waiting for my dad to drop me off at work. And that would be the cycle to the next pay. You know, so it's it's interesting. Like now I'm trying to sort of learn as well from Nev, because you know, credit to Nev, he's and credit to his mom and his sisters for sort of applying those skills. Um Because it's taught me how to manage my finances. It's also taught me how to, you know, the line that he said, if do you need it? And if it's a want, it's always a want, but somehow I try and justify it to be a need. Um and yeah, and also like into like for us, we have a I finally activated our eight-year-old's. Uh, where you know, there's a there's an app called Go Henry, which was recommended to me by a friend of mine. I got the card months ago. Finally activated it today, and they're making fun of it because, like, you know, like it's been sitting on top of my drawer, and I've just kept saying, "Yeah, yeah, I'll do it and, and do it," not realizing how important it is that you know, she has something where, where she can put um, the money that she earns from her allowance or doing things around the house. You know, my kids are a lot more, they're a lot better than I was at their age. Like Francesca, who's eight, she bought her own bike and that was um, just saving her money. Uh, Vava's mother, she, you know, she did a, a one-week work experience and she got paid for it. And so she's managed to like buy stuff from for herself and even lent me money (laughs) (laughs) like she's also lent me money and yes but then I was it was like the Fijian borrow (laughs) yeah well Fijian mom borrow so yeah like um I owed her money but then when she came and I told her I was like I'll pay you on payday I'll pay you on payday and then payday comes around I was like look there's other things I need to prioritize And then Nev's just like, no, Isabella, it's the principal, you have to pay her. And then it turned into a whole, (laughs) the war of like, well, (laughs) she owes me for her life. And I realized like, oh my goodness, I'm turning into my mother. (laughs) So.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I know, right? Imagine saying that to a bank, how dare you? (laughs) How dare you ask me to pay back that loan? (laughs) Shame on you.
0: But she did owe me more, though. So yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Val's in the back over here. She's uh, just shaking her head and look this look of surprise, protesting.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. So um, you know, as uh, going back to uh, what I was talking about earlier, like you joining up and sort of things that you could have prepared for. So for us as a foreign and Commonwealth uh, Commonwealth um, family, um, there are certain things that we have to sort of put money aside for in terms of like our visas. Um, you know, it's, it's quite extortionate, like um, the fees that we have to pay. And it's something that I guess if we had been a bit more aware of it, uh, we would, That's something that we probably would have saved for. Like, if you had to give uh, a bit of advice to some of the young recruits that are joining up now, what, what's one thing that you would tell them? Or, okay, three things that you would say that you would have prepared better for? Uh,
1: what's this with regards to...
0: With regards to, like, um, for example, my two nephews who are joining the Army, what's three things you would say to them to, like, prepare themselves you know, in terms of like living in the UK and whilst they're still single, they don't have any children or any sort of uh, responsibilities that would um, entail them having to set aside their income. Because right now, whatever they're going to earn, that's theirs. Mm. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, so the um, one of the things that I get them to focus on is, uh, you know, just... You're saving up to apply for the, you know, the citizenship. I forget the number of um, years that it takes now.
0: Um,
1: is it three years or?
0: I think so. I think it, it's to do with like how many years they've actually lived in the country.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I know they're eligible. Is it not? I'm not sure. I'll have to check though. But yeah, yeah there is an element of uh, you you're, you are eligible for citizenship
1: yes yeah, so certainly that's one of the things they need to focus on because you know with the with that comes a lot of opportunities um, of, you know things like travel um, also you know the the opportunity to to be able to
0: when you say citizenship it's like british
1: uh, yes very yeah. Br- british uh, uh, citizenship uh, you know as i mentioned you know the the opportunities that come with that such as just that freedom to to travel especially when you're younger um you know you 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 don't really have much um obligations um also you know be, to to be able to save save you know that's a big one is like saving up to be able to um you know to 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 purchase like a, a house um, and a property especially in the early stages of your career uh, because the army um, certainly you know, I'm certainly referring to, to new recruits who join up is, you know, to... There's
0: programs yeah, in place huh? there, to help you yeah, purchase.
1: Yeah, there, 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 there's so many of these programs in place that that uh, facilitate um, and and help you to, to actually purchase a property, um, you know, just to have something, you know, to fall back on, um, really.
0: When you say property, it's property here in the UK or property back home in Fiji?
1: Um um, a, well, I was referring to a property here in the UK. Yeah.
0: So there's like um, expectation to have a deposit.
1: That's right. Yeah, and a bit
0: deposit is usually like a percentage, isn't it? It's like mm-hmm. what, yeah, ten percent?
1: Yeah, I think is. Yeah, it's a ten percent uh, deposit.
0: Yeah, but it's just having that sort of access to a savings fund that you can dip into, and um, yeah, you are also a member of the credit union, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah?
1: Um, yeah, big. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. My my dad used to <laughs> run the credit union. So when Nev was like, oh, I think I might join a credit union, I was like, you know, I was like uh, all for it because I knew the benefits of it back home in Fiji. I was a member of a credit union back home in Fiji. So I was like, oh yeah, you should, you should. You know, it's a different kind, like the the interest that you're getting from it. But yeah, does do you feel like, that's something that you would have done earlier if you knew about it? Because you didn't know about it, did you?
1: No, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, again, that is something that that I would recommend, you know, that young young um, new recruits actually join up. Mm. Um, and also, you know, things to avoid would be you know, there's these big things like payday loans. You know, I'm very fortunate never got into any of that. Um, but you've got things like credit cards. Um, which, you know, are not bad, uh, you know, but if you've got someone who has just arrived in the country, they have access to all of this. Uh, Mm -hmm. It can easily be something that, you know, appears very enticing. um, And you might actually get into, you know, to using these credit cards, you know, things like overdrafts, not really knowing how to manage and to live within your means. And that just kind of traps you, and you you're stuck there for a number of years, just trying to get out of that wormhole. You know, and it's it's a big problem here in Britain, um, where people are just kind of stuck in this wormhole
0: mm-hmm.
1: of debt. And you know, that's the best advice, really. Is you know, you want to avoid, really avoid that. Um, so, in the event that you you know, who knows if you did, did decide to have a family, um, you would not be burdened down by that. Sort of um, crushing debt, really.
0: Yeah. So uh, I guess that's uh, that's all from us this uh, this week. Thank you, Neville, for agreeing to uh, have a chat with us. It was a bit more serious this week.
1: <laughs> yes, dead serious.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, guys, I you know I don't choose the topics. It was just something that I felt. Um, I wanted to share about and it's um something that I think that is quite important you know we've probably not touched on things that might um sort of shed some light on how we can get better at it but that's that's this is our experience as parents and how we're trying to be better versions of um what we were brought up with you know it has nothing like like I said earlier like I don't hold anything against my parents you know they did the best that they knew and Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe I was spoiled as a kid. <laughs> you know, it's something that I am uh, aware of and I try not to uh, um, dwell too much on it, <laughs> especially when Nev starts to tell me about like, his upbringing. I'm going, oh, wow, I was a spoiled brat. But, yeah, I'm learning, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, just another thing that I constantly um, teach my my children is really you know our children, oh, sorry, our children. <laughs> yeah our children <laughs> is um, you know just for for them to become you know because the whole process of family and and, and raising and, and yeah raising children parenting is you know this is my belief is I think you know it's a refining process and we have to become better parents uh, better versions of our parents. So, you know, I want my children to become better versions of me to learn from my mistakes, mm. you know, and, and really grow. And in that sense, they can pass that on to their children. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Oh, thanks, Nev. Um, yeah, so that's all we have time for. And I hope you'll join us again on our next episode. Bye.
1: Well, there. <laughs> <laughs>